podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I've got no idea what to say, folks. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, three defeats out of seven, seven points behind them. And we're not even in October. Pumped out the Champions League. Um, booed it basically every single home game. Um, Michael Beale does not know how to manage a football team. Michael Beale does not know how to change a game. Michael Beale, by the end of my wee quick speech here, it should be announced that he is no longer the Rangers manager. Um, that was inept. That was embarrassing. That was the players giving up. That was the manager not knowing what to do. That was atrocious, embarrassing. Every negative thing you can think of with regards to football, that's what that was. And that's not just down to Michael Beale. That's down to the players on the park. That's down to our board. That's down to our recruitment. Um, but unfortunately, we can't sack every single one of them. Um, I'm done with the majority of the football players at our football club. I am done with the management team. And if the board do not act and do not act now, then I'm pretty sure myself, Connor, Craig, everybody watching this, every Rangers fan around the world will be done with that board as well. Because they will have no balls. They will have no insight. They will have... They will have nothing if they do not get rid of that man and get rid of that man now. Um, Rangers won Aberdeen free. Um, I don't even care that we played well for 20, 25 minutes. We shot the bed. We, as soon as Aberdeen scored, everybody knew it was going to happen. Every single person knew it was going to happen. This team have no backbone. This team have no leadership. This team has a manager who does not have a clue what he is doing. This team have... An assistant coach who comes out in a press conference and doesn't know basic fucking English. Um, that this football club that myself, Craig, Connor, everybody watching this loves more than most things in life is in a desperate, desperate situation. And there's not just sacking Michael Beale won't make everything better tomorrow, but it's a fucking start. And it's a start that we need to make and the board need to make it now. And if they don't, the fans will start voting. They'll start voting with their feet. They'll start voting with their wallets. Um, and that's about all I've got to say on the matter. Um, done. Absolutely 100% done. Um, with these players, with that manager, with just about everything about this football club. That was atrocious. That was embarrassing. Um, that that that's not allowed at our football club, and it's been allowed. And if we don't hear very very shortly that that man is gone from our football club, by season, by trophy tally, by any sense of credibility, gone, absolutely gone. Craig, how are you? End of pod, mate. <laughs> End of pod, just, 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 mic drop, yeah. I, I just, I lay on the bed watching the game and I was just, 
I started getting angry, and then by the end, it was just apathy, just acceptance, and just not even using the energy to be annoyed. You've said it exactly. He has to go tonight. He shouldn't. There's. I don't think he will, but he, he shouldn't. He shouldn't have been allowed even back in the dressing room. There's too many of the play. I mean, sadly, we can't sack half the players because um, I'd be sacking half the players at the same time. Um, to be out fought and out tactically fought by Barry fucking Robson um, is. It's just. I mean, you can you lose to PSV. You can sort of be annoyed by the manner of the defeat, but you can sort of accept that they are a good side. That today was just absolutely atrocious. And like you say, 25 minutes, played well, should have scored. Once that happened, shut the bed. And just when you throw in a 17-year-old boy on with 10 minutes left to basically say, go and salvage something out of the game, it's it's unacceptable. When you're at a point when you're thrown on right at half-time... Yeah. To try and save our football club and the league, I, uh, and, and put embarrassed John. I said in the chat that scapegoat you're at the stage where total, total trying to make young as a scapegoat. Yeah, if you're at the we want to throw stuff at the wall and hope it sticks stage, why not put Borna and Leomaz on and play them both? Let Borna play left wing, put Leomaz at left back. If if you're at that stage where you're basically trying anything, but to take him off, he'll he'll know with the scapegoat but and he was by far not the worst player on the pitch in that first half and he's the one that got obviously got pulled off and, and sort of subbed off it's just it's, I've got no no words I said before that there was a scream going from downstairs and it wasn't my little lad it was me coming back on this reaction after that after that today and it's just yeah I'm I'm just out of out of patience out of words out of any form of reaction to it which is bad when you're doing a reaction um but yeah we've got a new channel member um north jim and he also puts in a super chat corner um be out tonight useless signings no scouting structure director of football no clue region um i said i think it was at half time that you know, we, we created enough chances in that first half to be a couple of goals ahead. We created enough chances in that first half to be out of sight, right? And I kind of, I think we all knew, we all know the way the seasons went. We all know how these players have reacted to adversity. They haven't reacted to it. So I think we all had a kind of clue in our minds that you know, if we if we don't get beat, we'll draw. That's probably about the best thing that's going to happen. And that was at half time. And I was saying to myself, well, Bill's got no rope left. Because if that was a normal situation, if that was a if that was a normal game and we had started the season well and we lost that game or drew that game, you would come away from it going, oh, but you know what, we created the chances and the players just didn't take them. So you, you give the manager a pass on that. Yeah. But then what transpired in that second half, corner? I mean, no plan. Players didn't know what to do. It was a case of, I'll throw you on and you go and make the difference. Um, there was no instructions. Bill was standing there with his hands in his fucking pockets. I, I, I don't know why we haven't already had a press release saying that that man has been sacked as our manager. Uh, no, me either. I, it's difficult to know to know what to say because I'm just absolutely scunnered. 
I cannot believe, well, I say I cannot believe, I can absolutely believe we've put in that type of performance because it's been coming, you know. There's a reason a lot of people say to me, well, why, why, why were the players getting booed off last week? They won the game, why would you boo them off? That's why they get booed off, because the performance was shocking and the minute they've come up against a team who had more of a threat going forward, they've absolutely crumbled. That's what's happened. Simple as that. Michael Beale, you know, standing in the touchline with his hands in his pockets, there was moments i seen him just sitting back in his chair slumped in, you know, for a guy who should be fighting for his job and is making the, the desperate signings, he looked as if he he was not asked in the slightest. Um, where's the passion? Where's the anger and shouting at the players, telling them where to be? There's none of that, absolutely none of that coming for Michael Beale today. Um, and it's not the first time either. I, you know, th- this is a club that for too long have accepted, with, with the exception of Stephen Gerrard, have accepted going for the cheap option, have accepted the mediocrity, we might on occasion put in a challenge, we might win a trophy now and again. Even then that hasn't happened at all really because, okay, we won a Scottish Cup in a league. I mean, you know, we are a shambles from top to bottom. There was a strong case that he should have been sacked after the Celtic game and after what happened to PSV, obviously before that, he wasn't. He was given more time. He was given more rope. And I think today he's ha- he's hung himself with that rope. Because how can you justify keeping Michael Beale in charge after that? That's a, a defeat at home to an Aberdeen side who, for perspective here, were sitting 11th in the table, had only one win in the league all season, which was, yes, they beat Ross County 4 nothing last week. But apart from that, they had not been pulling up any trees. Now, we know... We know Aberdeen are going to come to Ibrox and it's a cup final. We said it in the build-up that that's what they were going to do. Now, if me, Martin and Craig can sit here and tell you exactly what Aberdeen are going to do, how in the fucking Christ can Michael Beale not work out that that's what's going to happen and not deal with it? Now, except there's schoolboy mistakes that are made, like for the first goal when um, I think it's Sifuentes is supposed to be marking the Aberdeen player, whose name I won't even try and pronounce because I'm not angry, I'll probably get it wrong anyway. And he just gets to stroll in at the back post for a tap-in, basically, because nobody's followed him. So Fuentes has let him run off, knowing that he should be marking him in the first place, and nobody's paying attention. Too many times, for years, we can see goals like that constantly, and nothing has changed under Michael Beale in that aspect. There is no excuse for what happened there, and if there is no announcement that Michael Beale has been sacked by <laughs> minimum, end of the day today, then there is serious questions for that board to ask. We've got James Bisgrove in there. You'd like to think that he might change it now, that he might influence and say, right, enough's enough. We've got to call it because... It's not up to Bisgrove. It comes for Bennett. This all lies at, this all lies at the doors of John Bennett. I Bennett walked past me at Ibrooks. I can't even remember what game it was for. Um, I'm too angry to remember. And I was choking just to grab a hold of him and say, what are you playing at? You're supposed you you have come out and said how much of a football fan you are, how much of a Rangers man you are, how much of a supporter you are. Now you've mentioned it, Connor. I'm thick as fuck, right? I don't know anything about tactics. I know basically next to nothing about football. I just know that I love my football club and I like talking about them. If I could see, if you could see, if Craig could see, if fucking Neil Armstrong while he was on the fucking moon could see that this wasn't working, and we were all screaming at, at just as international break started, Rangers change it. Rangers change it now because it's not working. 
if, if us mere mortals can see it, how can that Rangers board not see it? How can that Rangers board not see how far we were slipping under this imposter? Can somebody please explain to me why this Rangers board allowed this to carry on? And now it's got to the point where we're back to being a fucking laughing stock. Why has this been allowed to happen? Why is John Bennett allowing this to happen? And why hasn't John Bennett already put out a fucking statement saying that this man is no longer the manager of our football club? Uh, uh, God only knows. You know, we've said it before. I don't think for a second, although we've had the, the mediocrity and we've had the shambles there, Pedro and that under Dave King's tenure, there's no way Michael Beale's still on a job if Dave King was in charge. He would have had a, he would have sacked him by now. Um, because the right has been in the wall for such a long time. And the players that we've brought in, they're all Michael Beale signings. Every single one of those players have not only been signed by Beale, but they've been identified and scouted by his network or however it is he's used it because we've let him come in and take control of basically every aspect of the football inside of this club. There's been no director of football since Ross Wilson left. We've just left it all to Michael Beale. And somehow he's ident identifying players like Cyril Dessers who gets a ball put through him one-on-one -on -one and skies it out of the bar. He doesn't even challenge the keeper. You know, that's the level that we're bringing in. I've, I said it. The, the, when the, the signings of Dessers and, and the likes of Lammers were announced, that the statistics that these guys had as forwards over the last four seasons they'd played professional football were not good enough to come to Rangers. And so far with Dessers, at least, Lammers has maybe put in a couple of good performances, but with Dessers, certainly, it's it's shown. There's a reason why this guy's only scored about nine or ten goals in his last four years as a player, because he's not good enough. He just isn't good enough, but Michael Beale seems to think he is. And you look at a player like Lewis Palmer, who apparently didn't think was good enough. You know, it beggars belief that he should come in and make these nonsense signings that aren't working and no be held accountable. It, he's got to go. Well, I mean, that, that's the, he's got to go is the obvious thing, Craig. Um, Scott Buchanan, um, Super Chat, thank you very much, Scott, all the way from New Zealand. Um, gutted gents, these are not the standards we accept at our, our club. Obviously, it means the board must act swiftly and show the fans they mean business. If they do, we will back them. If they don't, look out because we will vote with our feet. And that's something that I said, Craig, and somebody, I can't, and for, forgive me, whoever it is on the pod that said it, I think it may have been James, um, who said that, you know, if they don't act, then we'll stop putting money in the club. We won't stop being fans, but we'll stop supporting the club until they make change. And and I thought to myself, you know, after 2012, you know, that's that's nonsense talk because regardless of what happens, we'll always buy strips, we'll always buy season tickets, we'll always buy any tickets available for the games, we'll always follow the club in Europe. Um, this board need to be careful because if they don't watch what they're doing, people will start voting, Greg, with their feet. Yeah, people have said, obviously, the season tickets have been sold, but that doesn't stop people not turning up on the day and buying stuff at the ground and spending money in the ground, and that, that will hit them where, where it hurts. A year ago, we were all calling for Van Bronckhorst to go, and he'd taken us to a Scottish Cup, and we'd been a kick of a European trophy. And even he was called for go because it wasn't working. So this manager who hasn't got anywhere near that credit in the bank with the fans. If if Gio had won the European if Gio had won the Europa League 
and then the start of the season had happened and he'd still been sacked, he'd have had a hell of a lot more credit in the bank and he'd have still gone out the door. This manager does not have anywhere near that credit. He's managed 20 games for QPR. At the time, people were saying that he shouldn't have got the job. People said he should have got the job, shouldn't have got the job. How he got the job maybe was a bit snaky coming in this time last year uh, when Gio was still in the door. But this manager does not have that credit and this manager needs to be gone. Say by the end of this podcast, he needs to be. We need there needs to be a. T- I'm constantly looking at my phone to see if there's a statement coming up, um, because this manager needs to be gone. I wouldn't even let him back in the dressing room. I noticed at the end of the game, um, there were police or security on the pitch, um, which was very interesting. Um, to whether they were expecting fans to be on the pitch, I don't know, but it's not going to get any better. The manager has no clue, no plan, apart from literally just chucking stuff at a wall and being out fought and out tactically fought by rookie managers. By Barry Robson. Yeah, Barry, Barry Robson. Robson. And we that's... were seven points we're seven points behind a team that's already dropped points after seven games. A team that aren't we've all we've actually we've no respect to them. They aren't the Ange team that you sort of knew were gonna win game after game after game. This team is not that team, and we're already seven fucking points behind, and it's just a joke. No, it's, it's, no, a joke. No. it's a joke that's not even funny. No, but that team is also a team who can go um, level in a game in the 97th minute and then win it in the, in the 98th. That's what that team is. That's what they do. Today's what we do. Yeah. This this Aberdeen game is what this Rangers team does and what this Rangers team has continuously done, apart from one season. One One season. That's that it. Was, it and was and you know what? I hope I hope um, that somebody for the Rangers board clicks onto this, and I hope they hear this. I hope stopping the ten is worth it because stopping the ten has then went on to further hurt our club because you don't give a fuck anymore. You don't care. You will start caring when it gets to when it gets to what seven or eight in a row again for Celtic. Then will you start caring when it gets towards that magical number ten? No, you need to show us that you care, and you need to show us that you care now. Um, Charles and Derek. Thank you so much for becoming members. It's it's greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, and Charles has put in a super chat as well. I said before the appointment, don't appoint a rookie. Time to sort this out ASAP. So we've had a shout, Connor. We've had a scream. We've had a yell. Um, I'm not going to ask you what you want to happen because everybody knows what everybody wants to happen. Um, what do you think will happen? What do you think this board will do? Do you think this board will grow some balls and do the right thing? Uh, the honest truth, hand on heart, no, I don't. I really don't, because they're spineless. I think come Thursday night in Cyprus, Michael Beale will still be in the touchline. He'll still be the manager of the Rangers Football Club, because I think what they'll more than likely do now is they'll say, we've got a couple of weeks until the next international break, we'll give them until then, because that's always what they do. They always find a reason to give them more time and go, well, you know, we can give them until then um, and then see where it goes. And when inevitably there's another cock up in between then and it gets worse, then then they'll probably act during the next international break. Because the truth is, I'm not convinced this board even has an idea in its mind of who they want to replace them either. Because, which is terrible, by the way, because knowing how bad it's been going, they should have a list sitting ready to go to pick up the phone to people and say, right, um, you know, how do you fancy it? And I'm, I'm not even being funny. See if it meant I don't really care 
at this point about who we bring in. But if it meant we get rid of Beal and we had to bring in fucking Alex McLeish to the end of the season, which I'm not saying would be much better, but I'd take it at this point in time because it can't be worse than what Michael Beal is offering this football club right now. It really can't be. But this board, they won't act because they've, they've proven that they wait until it's too late. Look at Gio last season. Gio should have gone before we went to St Johnston and lost because he had already just lost St Mung. It had, and he'd picked up a draw in there as well. It had been going downhill quickly for him. Now, admittedly, he had injury problems as well, but it had been going downhill for him. We kept him in, and then we got another terrible loss at St Johnston, by which point the league's pretty much, we're never going to catch back up again. Um, and then they chose to sack him. And unfortunately, that's what we do. We act too late. Um, and I'd love to know what kind of control it is Michael Beale's got over this board, because it seems to me like he's their man and they're sticking with him no matter what. I, you know, this is their chance. Prove to me and every Rangers fan that I'm rang. Prove me rang. Sack him. Shows that you have got a spine. Shows that actually it is Mike Bennett that runs this football club and no fucking Michael Beale. Because that's what it feels like a lot of the time. That what he says goes at that club, regardless of what the board think. That has to stop. It really does. So, yeah, do I think they'll sack him? Probably not. But I hope and I pray that I am wrong. Yeah. I mean, has he got any evidence, Craig? Has he got anything that he can take to this Rangers board and say, look, it's not great, I know, but look at this. This is what what you know I can do. I can turn this round. Is there any way that the board can spin this to keep him? No, not at all. Um, People keep saying when we lost to Celtic, oh, it's four games into the season, you can't get rid of him. It wasn't four games into his tenure. He'd been here for for eight, nine months. And apart from two games in Edinburgh where we looked really good, a lot of it had been turgid. And we give him we give him credit last season. We give him a little bit of rope last season by saying he's working with what he's got. There's players like Kent and Morelos that are one eye out the door. They're not trying. We we gave him that leeway. He's now got his own players in and nothing has improved. Like I said, Dio was sacked. And he at least had stuff that he could say to the board, right, I got us to a European final. I won us a Scottish Cup. And he still got sacked. Beale has none of that. Absolutely none of that. Um, I'd love to know. I'd love to see the PowerPoint of his of his vision and his idea behind, that he sold to all these players because I, I, I don't see it. And I've not seen it. I've not seen it since he's been in the door. I say apart from two, two games. Yes, we beat Celtic at the end of the season. But that was... It means nothing. Means nothing. It was a dead rubber, and it got him a little bit of rope. Um, in the games that mattered, every single game that has mattered to Michael Beale, he shat the bed. Every bar one, bar one, yeah. bar one in Europe. Yeah, bar every best. game, every game last season. Um, I mean, the best game, yes, it mattered, but it wasn't for me. It, it wasn't massively important, like. No, but no, but if we're trying, if we're building a case for and against, I'm giving them betters because that was a big game. Europa League, we want to do well, we want to get through the group. So I'm giving them betters. That was one where he got it right. But then you 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 add that corner or you subtract that for everything that he's got wrong. I mean, the 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 fact that he's still in a job for me is just gross negligence anyway. It's total gross negligence. 
100%. And just to clarify, by the way, because I can see a few people hovering about me in the comments of Alec McLeish. I am not saying I want Alec McLeish to be the manager of Rangers Football Club. By the way, I was just throwing a name out there off the top of my head. As an example, today, yeah. as an example it, you know, you've got to bring somebody else in just to be absolutely clear. Um, but it is gross negligence. And yes, as you say, give him the best one to hold up because that was a big one. It's the only big one of his tenure, and he said, how many huge matches to go and get that win? You know, I'm not giving him the, 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 the old firm win at the end of last season because it was meaningless. You know, the, they had won the league, the pressure was off, the, you know, there was nothing in that game. Um, you know, any time it's mattered, he's lost um, in those games as well. And quite frankly, I, I don't understand what the hesitancy has been because... At other football clubs, lesser football clubs, look at Inverness. Albeit they lost more games, but the, the point stands. They sacked Billy Dodds after less time than we've put up with Michael Beale. And yes, you can say, well, they've only just won their first game of the day or whatever. I'm talking about in terms of levels and expectation levels. Michael Beale was every bit of failure as what Billy Dodds was at Inverness, except that club had the backbone and the spine to finally pull the trigger. We still haven't done that yet. Um, we need to stop dragging our heels about these things because you mentioned it earlier. We stopped 10 in a row and then we just stopped. The club stopped, stood still. When we had a chance to leave them in the dust, we had a chance to bury them beneath us. We could have went on and won two or three league titles in a row again. Regardless of what Ange Postacoglu came in and done, if we had capitalised on the fact that we had opened a, 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 at the time 25-point gap on them and were so much better on and off the park for that one season... And if we had hammered that home and brought in players to improve the club instead of letting it grow stale, we might be in a far better situation. But that's what we've done. So if we had listened, if we had listened to, and people might not like this, if we had listened to Gerard at the time and went in the direction that Gerard wanted to take us in, then there's every chance that Gerard's still our manager and we're doing well. Doesn't mean you're winning the league every year, but it means you're doing well. We wouldn't Craig be in the position that we're in now, where it's failure after failure after failure. And it's the 30th of September, and you're going, that's another season done. Wrap it up. Might as well just we might as well just all go on holiday and stop watching football. It's done. Yeah, just take what to do. We might win a fucking league cup. But that's all we're gonna win. And I'm not convinced we're gonna win that league cup. Um, not with this manager in charge. But yeah, 30th of September, league's over, season's done. We'd we we we'll probably romp to second and everyone around the club. In the club, we'll be like, brilliant. We we finished second. We did what we needed to do. We're back in Europe next season. We might not get second, Craig. As it stands right now, if Michael Beale's still our manager, we might not get second. And I can't believe that I'm sitting here saying that. And I'm not saying that to try and provoke a reaction to people in the comments or to be a or to get cut up and put across social media. We genuinely might not get second under Michael Beale. And we've had a, we've had a chance here as well. They've done well the last couple of seasons with a, with their manager. They've put a new manager in who half their fans don't want. We had a big chance to get put pressure on them straight away, put them back in the dirt, and we've fucked it, basically. We've given them the opportunity. He must be sat over the road with his feet up, piping his mouth, thinking, this is great. I should have come back last year because he's had such an easy ride so far, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. We've bought players that... I said today, Cyril Dessa's every second touch was a tackle. I've never seen a player do the first part brilliantly 
and then completely lose the ball as much as he as much as he does. And yet, I don't know whether that is him or whether it's the manager coaching him to that. I, I've got no clue because it's like, surely these players can't be this bad if we've gone out and spent money on them. But again, maybe they have been and the, and the managers had all that power to go and buy these players in. I just don't, I just don't get it. Today, he looked like a manager. You Like Connor said, you think if this is his dream job and he's fighting for his job, he'd show a little bit of passion and he was stood there, hands in his pockets, just no clue what to do to change it. No clue what to do. Sat on the dugout, sat in the dugout with his with his management team. Sat there looking like a fan. Just, I mean, there are probably fans there who were showing more passion and shouting more than he would have been. And it's just, I don't get. I just don't get it. I was trying to think of what, of what I was going to say, then, and my mind just went blank. It's, it's difficult when you're angry. You think, isn't it? It's really, really, really difficult. Um, James Cameron, um, Super Chat, thank you, James. Um, we are not going to get a decent manager in with this board. Just look at their record. They are nothing but a bunch of charlatans. Connor, this is going to be the issue. Obviously, this board haven't been in situ at Ibrooks, you know, for that long. If, you, if you're talking about Bennett being ahead of that board, obviously, with Douglas Park leaving. So, I suppose... In relative terms, it's a new-ish board, even though they've all been there, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, so for John Bennett to save to save his own skin, although albeit we can't force him to go anywhere because at the end of the day, the people with the money run the football club. But for John Bennett to stay in the good graces of supporters, oh my back. Sorry, my back. And uh, and yeah, for, for John Bennett to stay in the good graces of the supporters, he has to act and he has and he has to act now. And People at James, there'll be loads of Rangers fans out there going, that Rangers board don't care that they are. They're charlatans. They need to act now. Of course they need to act now. They, they need to show, as you say, yes, Ben is fairly new uh, and the result so it is a new board. But then that's a chance to show that it's a new attitude then. That, that's that's your chance to get the fans on side. In fairness, he's um, had that opportunity now for at least four weeks to show. He has. Uh, and it's hanging by a thread now, the fans' confidence in him. If he doesn't remove Beal after what we've just witnessed today and after how this season's gone and the fact that we are seven points behind um, the top of the table after seven games, which is clearly unacceptable um, for any Rangers manager, you know, then he's, that that might get people back on uh, the board side a bit if they show right now that's has to be done now. Because I agree, the league is not over. Um, if we make the right decisions here and now. If we let this continue and we let it fester, it is over. Mm-hmm. Because if it continues like this, by Christmas we'll be 12, 15 points behind probably. Because um, that won't be the last time we drop points and in, 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 in something like that happens under Michael Beale. Um, that's not to say that a new manager will come in and all of a sudden everything will be fantastic again because he's still going to have to deal with the same players. But maybe that manager can get a tune out of them. Um, and I know some people will say, well, you know, Financially, we can't afford to sack managers. Well, let's just examine that for a second. Financially, we can't not afford not to sack them. Absolutely, exactly. What I was about to say, and Michael Beale's already cost us a fortune. Not only we, obviously, the players he signed, but he's cost us about twenty-five million quid with his incompetence in the Champions League. Um, as much as we all know what happened last year in the Champions League, financially, for that purely that standpoint, uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst brought us in the money that allowed Michael Beale to bring the players that he did 
into the club this season. Michael Beale is not going to leave that legacy for the next manager because of his failures. Um, so it's costing us money already to keep him, and it will cost us even more if we do. So however much it costs, I, I agree it's not ideal to have to do, but you, you've got to pull that 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 plaster and get it done sooner than later. Otherwise, what <laughs> you know, we're just sleepwalking our way into another disaster. Um. As well, Craig, Chris, with another super chat. Thank you very much for the support, Chris. Um, worse off than last season, sign players for a formation, then abandon it after four or five weeks. Squad's a mess and the fan base sick of cowards. On that last point, Craig, because, yeah, we'll give it tight to Michael Beal, and I will continue to give it tight to Michael Beal until such times as it is announced that he's left our football club. But the players deserve it just as much. They gave up in that game. They all quit in that second half. Scott Wright quit in that second half when he was sent off and he knew exactly what he was doing. And I am going to say that. Um, albeit the second jail was soft, but Scott Wright knew. Leave my foot in there, I might get sent off. I can get away from here early. The rest of the players, Tav, disgraceful. Disgraceful second half from our captain. Um, he gave up. Lammers gave up. Dessers will come on in a minute. Um, Goldson, Davis, Barisic, they all gave up these players. Um, and we are a fan base, sick of cowards, and every single one of their players, bar one or two on that pitch, are cowards. And not for the first time. I've just seen something on our little group from someone that was at the game um, saying that, say what you want about Dessert and Lammers, but they at least acknowledge the fans at the end. Whereas a, another player quite senior within the squad walked off walked straight down the tunnel so say what you want about some of the players they at least have the bollocks to walk over to the fans and take whatever's coming to them whatever abuse is coming to them rightly or wrongly other players walked off and and we'll see we'll see if anyone um comes out and, and braves the media braves the media conference or braves the media thing afterwards um i very much doubt it um but again this isn't this isn't the first time um, you want me to name him? It was Connor Goldson. That's the one that that apparently he's walked desperate, walked straight down the tunnel, hasn't acknowledged the fans, so has basically walked off and, and bottled it. Um, and they bottled it in the game. Scott Wright, the game. yeah, absolutely. Scott Wright comes on. If you're on a yellow card, the first thing you do is you'd be mindful of putting the t- you put tackles in, but you'd be mindful that if you're going to after he got card. that first yellow, Craig, he couldn't care less. He didn't care. And this this is the player that's been brought into the brought back into the team, like Lazarus, um, in the last couple of weeks when we were trying to punt him in the summer. We didn't punt him, and he's been brought back into the team. And too many of these players. I say, oh, if it was up to me, and you could do it, I'd sack half the team, half the team now, and get rid of them. I'm sick of sick to death of some of them. Um, and I say it's not the first time; it won't be the last time that these players basically just throw it, throw in the towel halfway through a game. No. And Connor channel member Derek um, from Canada with a super chat. Did Kelly win today McInnes to be the new man? Um, I don't really want to spend too much time on this, right? I'll just give you my opinion quickly and then I'll let you have yours. Um, the way that I'm feeling, pardon my French, Derek McInnes can go fuck himself. Derek McInnes knocked back our football club in our time of need when we, when we needed him in the door. For, whatever, for however long or whatever reason we needed him, he knocked our football club back. Um, if he ends up somehow being the new manager, 
then because he's the the custodian, the manager of our football club, I will support him and hope he does a good job. But as far as I'm concerned right now, Derek, and I don't really want to be talking about who should be the new manager. Firstly, I want to get it settled that this manager goes. But um, channel member Derek put in a super chat, so it's only right that we talk about it. Um, McInnes to be the new man, Connor? No. No, no for me, no. Because of the reason, exactly the reasons you've outlined it. We are not a club who goes back to a manager, cap in hand, tail between our legs. Um, please come is this time round because he turned us down. He chose to stay at Aberdeen because he, I don't, for reasons only he knows. Maybe he thought he could somehow do more than he already had done there. Um, and we all know how that ended. So you, you can't, you know, you, you can't go back. You, you simply can't go back to to McInnes and hope. He takes the job again because think about the the absolute brass neck. Imagine we went back to him and he turned us down again and went, "Nah, I'm quite happy at Kilmarnock right now." Do you know what I mean? You don't get a second. I'm sorry, you don't get a second chance at Rangers unless your name's Pep Guardiola. You don't get a second chance to become the manager of this football club. Um, there are other managers out there that we could go for, that we can look at. Um, it's a conversation, as you rightly say, Martin, to be had once we get it, you know, clarified that this absolute clown is gone. Um, because until then, you're you're as well talking to a brick wall because you can't, you can't discuss who the next manager is going to be unless you know the current one's gone. Yeah, and I'm I'm refreshing Twitter every two minutes, and there's still no announcement. And by the way, for for, for those of you who watch normally, um, and and look, we've got over two thousand people watching, which we never do. Um, so thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, like and subscribe if you wish. Um, it's not really a day for promoting or trying to get people to subscribe to your channel or whatever because it's it's a shit day. But, you know, if this is your first time here, um, check my back catalogue of stuff and, and if you like it, then give us a wee subscribe as well. Um, that would be that would be nice. Thank you very much. Um, Aaron as well had your interview. It was a warning sign about Beal. Every press conference, Craig, has been a warning sign about Michael Beal. Um, he has shown himself um, to either be one of those managers who says one thing and does another to try and confuse other managers or try and make his his, his game plans not evident. Although, to be fair, he doesn't really need to say anything to make his game plans not be that evident because I, don't, I still don't have a clue what he's trying to do at our football club. Um, but, it, you know, the results and the performances have been 99.9% of the reason why I haven't seen a single person now, after that game on social media or in our comments or between us that have said, no, 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 we need to stick with him. The bullshit he comes away with in his press conferences has also been a big factor as well because he just talks utter pish. Yeah, he just talks and talks and talks and obviously likes the sound of his own voice. Um, we went from Gio, who basically said nothing, to now Beal, whereas the balance was... Was Gerard? I know we keep going back to Gerard, but Gerard was the balance of he would say things that needed to be said, but he would also not say stuff when it needed to be kept in house. It's just, it's like the the type of person that's look how good I am, look how good I am, look what I can do, but you actually need to back that up, not just talk talk a good talk. And apart from three or four games where performances have been good. Yes, results have been good and we were back to beating the teams that we should be beating, which is a, is a must at Rangers. Performances on the whole have been absolute dog shit. 
for almost a year and he had a lot of rope to begin with and, and that rope has run out and he, sh- and he should be gone. As I say, it sh- the first tweet that Rangers posted out shouldn't have been a result. It should have been a club statement before mm. that result tweet went out. Um, and I'm still, like, I'm waiting for my phone to die, but I'm still, thankfully, the only couple of accounts that I actually get Twitter notifications for, one of them is Rangers. So if my phone does buzz, then I know it's something to do with Rangers. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just sick of him. I'm sick of, like, I've got to the point now where towards the end of Geo, I, I wouldn't even listen to the press conferences. And I'm at the same with, with Beal because he's gone for the complete opposite of, I'll just go to sleep from Geo's press conferences to, I'll just get angry at Beal's press conferences. And I'll just sit there thinking, well, none of that's going to matter on Saturday when the team grow. Yeah. On the game itself, corner. I mean, that's 40 minutes and we haven't really touched on the game. We don't really have to, but um, there's only so long we can sit here and moan and bitch about Michael Beal before it just becomes repetitive. Um, you know, we started okay. We started well. We created a few chances. Dessers should score at least one. Sifuentes should probably score a header as well. We don't convert them. Aberdeen aren't interested in attacking. But then they get a break. They get a corner. And it's just piss poor defending. And before you know it, I think it was the 37th minute. Aberdeen are 1-0 up. Listen, shocking defending. You know, that is a goal. How many times have we conceded that goal? Uh, over the last number of years with this defence. Nobody tracking the man, nobody picking him up. Um, you know, we aren't down to 10 men at that point, so there's no reason for him to have that space. Uh, for whatever reason, it looked to me on the screen as if Fuentes was the man supposed to be picking him up. Um, he didn't, because he just ran completely off from three as a bird and taps it in, basically. And yeah, it's it's just terrible. And yes, at that point, it was against the runner play in as much as, as you see, we had the majority of the ball, should have probably scored twice. I mean, the Dessa's opportunity is <sighs> it's a pitiful attempt. I appreciate that the balls come over. There is the bounce. He's trying to take it in the half hour. It's maybe not the easiest in the world in terms of that. But from the distance out he is from goal, minimum, bare minimum, he's got to challenge the goalkeeper there. Make the goalkeeper make a save. He even had if he'd picked his head up, he had another option because Sifuentes had run in for a tap and if he'd squared him as well. So the choices were there for him and he'd done about the only thing you can't do in that situation, which is just blaze it over the bar. Um, and, the, you know, after that and the Sifuentes chance, the trouble for me is I struggle to think of any really good opportunity we had, apart from when obviously see my school. Um, and that... That's very telling because see, we come out in the second half, right? I thought, okay, one 0 down, surely we'll come out here, all guns blazing. You know, Beale's made the changes; he's brought Barisic on for Yelmaz, he's brought Scott right on, um, which I thought was potentially to give us more pace because it's Ryan Jackie took off, and I thought, right, okay, let's, you know, let's go at them. And that didn't happen. It was all the way about. It was Aberdeen that had their tails up. It was them coming at us. And let's not forget, before we did go two down, we very nearly went two down when Miosie hits the post from yet another cross into the box that we don't deal with, that he gets in free again at the back post. It's the same mistake twice in the same game um, that almost allowed him in at that point. Um, admittedly, Dessers again, what is he, why do we keep putting him in defensive positions when he sinks at him? He is an absolute bombs here. He's gave away a cheap penalties. He's 
making mistakes. That one there, as I say, he's trying to skin the Aberdeen player on the edge of your 18-yard box instead of booting it up the park. And he gets dispossessed far too easily and it almost cost us a goal. We, it's rookie schoolboy error mistakes that if you were watching if you were watching your boy play football mistakes like that would happen, you'd be furious because you've got to, you know, that's just 101, a basic football defender and we didn't do it. Um, and as I say, the fact that Aberdeen, without having as much of the ball than us, had the more threatening presence, they looked likely to score a goal every time they went forward. We just didn't. It was a poor... It wasn't even it wasn't even as good as bang average. It was just poor across the board. Nobody gets pass marks for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, even worse, Craig was the was Aberdeen's second goal. You know, second half. You know, Aberdeen f- from from basically the minute the second half kicked off, Aberdeen wanted it. We we weren't interested. We didn't care. We gave up. As soon as that halftime whistle went, we gave up. That was it. The game was over. And the second goal. I mean, I don't know how many opportunities you want to score a goal, but. It was, it was, it's not even last ditch defending, it was half hearted defending. We weren't interested in clearing the ball. It, it, that, that, that was, I mean, the first goal is, uh, you know, we've switched off with a corner and have scored. Do you know what? Seeing football, that happens. It's how you then respond to that. We didn't respond. And that second goal from them, I think that tells you all you need to know about our manager and our players. They don't care. Yeah. I mean, it, first off, I put in the chat that. There was a point where Goldson gave their boy a twenty. Their boy gave Goldson a twenty-yard head start when the ball went out wide, and he tracked him down and he tackled Goldson. Goldson's jogging across to clear that ball, and their left back runs across full pelt. Second goal is ridiculous. The first goal, it happens. A player will run past his marker, crowd of players gets away, knocks it in. That happens. It happens to the best teams. It'll happen to Man City. It'll happen to Real Madrid. Into Barcelona. It'll happen to us. Second goal, like the third goal as well, we'll get onto that. It's just how many opportunities do you want to clear the ball? How many opportunities do you want to give Aberdeen to have a shot at goal? The one player that I... Sorry, one, maybe two players I feel sorry for today, Jack Butland being one, because he's been basically left to face the Alamo in, in some of those chances in the second half where there's no defence in front of him. And the only player... And I'll probably get slaughtered for this in the comments. The only player that I would probably give maybe pass marks to was John Lundstrom. He, no. he for me, wasn't awful. And that's probably the best I can say. The rest of them were awful. Um, but that second goal... John Lundstrom. John Lundstrom's yeah. first touch for a professional footballer. He's awful. It's embarrassing. Yeah. The amount of times yeah. he puts into trouble with his first touch. Now, John Lundstrom can do a lot of things in a game that are, that are good. He is a good footballer. But that, the amount of times he puts us into trouble with that first touch, sorry, you can't be at a club of your level if that's, if, if that's what you're going to do. Now, we're all going to we're, we're going to say things on this reaction that obviously we get wrong or, um, you know, the, the emotion straight after a game is probably what's getting my back through this, to be brutally honest with you. Um, but there is not a single player, Connor, on that pitch who gets who gets a one out of ten. Not not a single player gets a one out of ten on that pitch. And uh, we get a goal back through Desers, uh, through Sima, sorry, through Desers. Aye, right, um, <laughs> through Sima. Um, you know, and we're 
and even when Seema scored, you know, I, I don't suppose anybody celebrated. I think we all just sat back and went, well, do you know what? We might somehow manage a draw out of this situation. It would be exactly the same reaction as what it is now. But then their third goal, again, just nobody cared. Yeah, I mean, the game was as good as gone at that point. I suppose you could argue that even though we're down to 10 men, we, we were back at 2-1. So, you, you know, when there's a one-goal lead, we might have sniffed out a, a chance somewhere for a corner or across to, to level the tie up. Um, I don't think we would have done, but there would have been the opportunity to do it. And the, the third goal, again, it's like you guys are saying how many chances are they one day's going to go? Because initially it's it's when it's sort of blocked, I, I thought there might have been a foul on Barisic in the build-up, to be fair to, to him for his part of the goal. It did look like he was just sort of pushed to the ground, but I'm not going to clam about that because we got a goal for pushing my, a Livingston defender the other day, so swings and roundabouts. Um, and it's no dealt with, and then obviously it comes out, and it's easy as you like, and off the crossbar, see you later, you know, 3-1 Aberdeen. Um, and to be fair, on the way that the game went at that point, I think we're probably lucky that it was only three um, with, with how poorly we were playing. I mean, the defence are all over the place. And what's unforgivable for me is that's a defence that your captain's in there. Where is the leadership and the organisation for James Tavenier in the park? You know, we've gone down to 10 men, but we've got to go back. Where's the, the galvanising and going, listen, I'm no saying, a draw still wouldn't have been good enough today. Of course it wouldn't have, but you might have been able to put a more positive, some sort of a positive slant on it, given that we were 2 nothing down and down to 10 men if we'd got back to 2-2. Two, two. But there was no galvanising of players. There was no anger or passion on that pitch to get back in there. It was, they just gave up. And and that was that for them. And that goal just epitomised them, giving up. Nobody's coming out to try and block that shot. It's just have the freedom of Ibrox. Why don't you, Aberdeen? Um, you know, it's... I don't want to say it's lazy because I hate calling professional footballers lazy, but it felt lazy. It's, it's just they wanted up the road, back into the change room. Uh, we'll take what's coming is because it's finished. Yeah, and it is finished. It's one hundred percent finished. Um, Michael Beale apparently has said it was harsh to boo them off at half time. Michael Beale said it's harsh to boo them off at half time. Uh, yeah. Michael Beale, and this is from Heart and Hand on Twitter. Michael Beale, when asked about his future, that's not my decision. It's up to the board. Yeah. Um, oh, Michael Beale, get too fucked. Just get out. Just go. Nobody wants you. We don't want you. The players clearly don't want you. The board probably don't want you, but they're spineless bastards who won't do anything about it. Um, nobody that I know wants you. So just Trot back down to London. On you go. Just just get out of our football club. You're an embarrassment. You're an absolute embarrassment. That'll do us. I think that'll do us, lads. I don't think there's a lot more that that, that, that we can say right now. Um, we will... Um, there's, a, there's a super chat just come in. I'll get to it in two seconds. Um, we'll be back tomorrow at half past seven for Rabble Sundays where hopefully we've calmed down a bit and we've had some, some news that we can talk about. Failing that, we will probably talk a bit more, not about the game, but about individual players. Um, you know, because it's still raw, and we're still raging. Um, I, I can probably imagine there's 
a couple of thousand people because there's about two and a half thousand watching so we know who the other we know who the 500 are don't we um but there's a couple of thousand people probably screaming at the at the their tvs at their computers saying i could say it better than the way users saying it and you probably could to be brutally honest with you um but yeah we'll be back tomorrow night at half past seven for rabble sundays and we'll finish on this um from tom hugh this is the worst pish i have seen in 50 years um i don't know if it's the worst pish we've seen in 50 years craig because there was a lot of pish during the banter years but it feels like that right now yeah to reaction it feels like that every game we don't win um it feels like that straight away um i don't think we will i think i don't think we will calm down over the next few days um and i think we'll be interesting to see how social media acts over the next 24 hours or so um i've seen some stuff already and it's it's only going to get worse as as manager speaks in his press conference manager speaks on rangers tv um it's only going to get get worse and worse but we'll we'll see we'll still follow the team um and we'll still hope to god that they uh they pull out performances but more support of the manager if it hadn't been already has has gone and i, I want to go downstairs in a minute get myself a drink and just see a statement from rangers a, co- a corner flag statement is all i want tonight um, to say that he's fucked up. See, if it's just a statement, Craig, that just says Bill's gone. Yeah, they don't need. Well, I don't. I don't care about anything else. Just Bill and his backroom staff have gone. Um, Connor, what's pushing fifty year? Well, it's it's up there. It's it's definitely up there. Um, I mean, you know, you said it there. We did have the banter years when we had, you know, fucking Pedro Casino and all his pish. Um, and Marty and all the rest of it, you know, so we have seen some proper pish over the last five or six years, never mind the last 50, um, but but this goes right up there amongst them, because um, at least, and everybody was agreed at the point last year when Gio went that he had to go, but I can honestly say that at least it looked like it hurt Gio, it looked like it mattered to him, it yeah. doesn't look like it matters to Michael Beale, it doesn't look like he cares, um, and that that's the one of the biggest problems for me. So it's up there is some of the worst garbage I've seen in, in I mean I'm no fifty, so but at least in the last twenty years. Um <laughs> you know, it's we we've got to get back on track. And, and as you say, do you know what? If the announcement has has it gets made that Michael Beale's gone, um I think that will cheer people up a wee bit tomorrow because it'll at least give you the feeling of a bit of hope. It'll give us hope. It'll give us some kind of hope. Because right now there is no hope. That's what Michael Beale getting sacked does. Don't get me wrong. Even if Michael Beale gets sacked, it's a long way back because we've still got some of these same um, shitbag players that we have. And hopefully a new manager can come in and maybe get something out of them. Maybe can get enough out of them so that we can at least try and make some kind of challenge. But right now I don't see us making a challenge regardless of who comes in. Um, and I hope I'm, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm so, so wrong. Um, but I just don't see it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, not an easy, and another, and I've said, I don't know how many times we've said this, not an easy reaction to do. Horrible reaction to do. Um, and the amount of views we've got proves that it's a horrible reaction because when you've got views up that high, it usually is 
um, for bad reasons. And like I say, if it's your first time here, please subscribe and, and for everybody watching, please like um, and, and give it a wee share. Follow us on social media. You can join the channel as a member as well. Thank you to everybody listening back um, on our audio platforms as well. Like I say, we'll be back at half past seven um, tomorrow night for Rabble Sundays. Um, let's just hope that we get the announcement um, that we all want. Um, thank you, Craig. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, everybody watching. And we'll speak to you all very, very soon. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.